Hello and welcome to Real Living. This is Lavinia Spirito with Mary Lou Nemechek and we are going to uh, talk a little bit about the subject of Lent, but uh, we're going to uh, in- embroider it with your reflections on devotion to scripture, which is a talk that you're about to give, Mary Lou. So what about it? Well, what about devotion to scripture? It, it's... You know, you can go on and on and on. I find that I'm pulling out information rather than putting it in. There's so much there and there's so much to say. I have to say the timing is perfect because although you don't follow UK basketball, everybody's devoted to every game and what's going on and who's going to win and move on. And, you know, they say we bleed blue. Well, a more important devotion than to sports or anything in the world is scripture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I... I feel like I I came to it late, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Um, Your road there, you you never know how God is going to put people and situations and things in your life. And, um, you know, years ago, I was really um, so gratified to be invited to a um, Bible study by a client of mine. And I said, great. So had to go out and buy a Bible, mm-hmm. get ready for it. Yeah. And in, in being raised Catholic and being in church and raised, you know, I, Scripture was always a part of my life, but yet I didn't know. I hadn't peeled that onion back. So this opportunity to participate in this Bible study was just eye-opening. Very nice, non-denominational Bible study. Enjoyed it a lot, but as time went by, I knew that there was more. And from a Catholic perspective, um, I felt as though there, there needed to be something out there to provide that. And unfortunately, at that point in time, there wasn't any Catholic Bible studies. So I thought. But unbeknownst to me, you and others were putting together a plan to start one. So uh, I happened to drop out of this non-denominational Bible study, and lo and behold, this Catholic Bible study popped up at my parish. So, of course, I called, inquired, decided I'm going to take a chance and go. Because in the meantime, I had gone out and purchased all sorts of books so I could continue in Bible study, but on my own, since I didn't know anything else was available. So, fast forward to to the opening of this meeting for the Bible study, I have to say I didn't have any great expectations. I just didn't know what to expect. But I have to say, Lavinia, when you started talking, it was like a gift. It was like, this is it. We've got it. I am just so pleased. It's like God answered prayers. Here we go. Catholic Bible study. And that was really life-changing. You know, in Scripture on the road to Emmaus, when... Jesus was walking along with them, and they didn't recognize him at that moment in time. After they recognized him, what did they say? Mm. Did not our hearts burn within us Mm -hmm. while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scripture? Mm -hmm. That is what Bible study does. Mm -hmm. It opens the scripture to us. Mm -hmm. It peels it back. And it's available to all of us. So what does it mean to me, and how does it apply to my life? Well, you know, I... I, I know that scripture is inspired. It's profitable for teaching. It's for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. 
that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be equipped. Where are we going to get it? It's scripture. Mm -hmm. It's all there. So, and that's from, from 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. So, so, so then, what happens? How can I allow it to guide me? What am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, you get all this head knowledge, but what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And, and, and how are you going to do it? And I think this is, this is an important point. In Acts 8, 30 through 31, the eunuch, you know, that was in charge of the queen's treasury, he got the book of Isaiah, and he wanted to read it, and he started reading it, and he didn't understand it. And the Lord sent Philip to him, the apostle. Mm-hmm. Philip guided him through that book. So I understood from that that I had to seek guidance. That's why, you know, I'm always recommending the Bible study that I'm well aware of, which is the Catholic Way Bible study. There's Father Schmidt's, you know, Bible in a year. I mean, it's just exploded with all sorts of ways that people can get into mm-hmm. Scripture and start to understand things. And, um, and I think one of the other things is that, you know, my library has increased tenfold. <laughs> yeah. Being in Scripture because... I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. I started out with one Bible. I think I have five. <laughs> I have concordances. I've got all sorts of reference books. It's it's just, you know, when I look back at that, and oh, and the, I have two catechisms, one large one, one smaller one that I can carry around. I mean, I just want to be equipped all the time. Yeah. And that's what Bible study does. It, it, it burns in your heart, and you have to have more and more and more. So... What's the result of all this? You know, it's 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 really holiness. It's mm-hmm. just leading us to God, and um, you know, since all Scripture is inspired and written by God, the only way that I can explain what I've experienced is you know the word that you use in many of your scriptures. You know, the word dunamis, dynamite. That's what happens. The good news has to explode. Mm-hmm. And it really, it's in your head, but you know what? You feel it in your heart. Mm-hmm. The truth sets you free. You recognize the truth. And you, you want more of it. And uh, when I joined the Catholic uh, Way Bible Study, it really provided the way for me. And if you go back into Scripture, what was the early church called? The mm-hmm. Way. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything points to Scripture and all the benefits that you get from it. And, you know, even though I may not be equipped like you or others to go out and, and teach and preach and everything, I really don't have to worry about that because Paul preaches that the gospel itself is power. So in those That's situations, right. I'm not going to rely on myself. I'm going to rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's going to come to me. Mm-hmm. We just can't be fearful that because we don't have a doctorate in theology mm-hmm. and Bible study and everything else that we're unequipped. That, that's a lie. We are equipped. And, and part of it is, you know what, since it doesn't depend on me, I'm all in. Amen. I can do this. And it's just, it, it is freeing. It is not constraining at all. And it's something that once you have it, you have to keep giving it to others. Mm-hmm. You cannot keep it to yourself. Um. I love Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. 
which says, Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. Hmm. For I am called by your name, O Lord of hosts. In Deuteronomy 8.3, man does not live by bread alone, but everything that proceeds from the mouth Amen. of the Lord. Yeah. It's, it's all there. You know, when you're in Scripture... You see this, and it's like, yeah, it's telling me exactly what I need to know, exactly mm -hmm. what I'm feeling, exactly what I'm to do. And it's, um, I find that, um, remember when, when the first Bible study was done, it was the Gospel of Luke. And on the front of it, we put, ignorance oh. of Scripture is ignorance of That's Christ right. by St. Yeah. Jerome. Yeah. And it's true. And... You cannot, I think in this day and age especially, survive without Scripture. And if people think it's boring, it's not. You find everything in Scripture. That's right. Betrayal, death, sex, wars, you name it, it's mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. It's not boring. It is, I could study it for the rest of my life and, and not even peel back. And you will. <laughs> and I will, right? I will. And, you know, we talk about this all the time, that... that um, we have to have a personal relationship with the Lord. And that's where it really starts. You know, you encounter Jesus in the scriptures. You encounter that, that plan of salvation. I know um, in a book that um, oh, Father Ricardo wrote called Rescued, we're created, captured, rescued, and our response. And it's a very easy book to read, but it really lays out exactly what scripture tells us to do and it speaks to us in today's world and and how it applies and that's extremely important I think um, you know if you look at scripture too you know how do you feel about it? And we've talked about this a lot it's you know it's a love letter you know it's a book of instruction it's it's um, a relationship that begins and grows and grows and grows and it's, um, you know, it, since we were given faith, we have that gift of faith, that enables us to have an encounter with God. That enables us to get in Scripture, peel it back, and take it into ourselves and share it with others. So um, that encounter with the Logos, the Word of God, is living and breathing and again, the truth is, is something that we're seeking, which is absolute, which sets us free, which changes us, and it changes us from the interior out, I would say. Mm -hmm. I, I know, you know, before COVID hit, my, my kids <laughs> would tell people, it's like, stay six feet away from her. She's a Bible thumper. Don't get too close. You might catch this. This is how you know that you're making headway. Because That's right. You'll scare some people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then good. other people will say, I want that. I want more of that. And isn't That's that right. our goal, to be able to, to to function in real life with family, friends, in the workplace, wherever, in the grocery store, wherever we are, for people to realize that we have something that we want to share with them. And I think um, just thinking about what's gone on out in Ashbury for the last couple of weeks, which we have both gone out there to experience. Mm -hmm. What drove them out there? Scripture, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit being present. They were seeking the Lord. They were professing their faith and praising the Lord. And that's what it's all about. I mean, that was an 
kind of like what we call in the counter school, an activation. Amen. That's and right. And I think we were all touched by it and we will all grow by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Scripture leads to the ultimate, you know, fundamental place where we need to be in our true vocation, which is to holiness. And in Scripture, you know, it tells us that we can be holy as God is holy, that we're to be perfect as as your Heavenly Father is perfect. So there's really, there is an end result to this, that because what do we, where do we want to be? We want to be in heaven. We want to be with God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This provides the roadmap. It provides the way, the direction, and it allows us to understand the, the love that God has for us, which never ceases, which is perfect. And we can accept our failures, and we can, you know, especially in the Catholic Church, we have the sacrament of reconciliation. You know, we can keep turning around and making those changes that are required for us to keep that relationship intact. And, um, and we're, we're supposed to be his reflection in the world. So, you know, to whom much is given, much is, much is expected. So mm-hmm. some people may think it's a burden, but... It, Again, it's actually a, a freedom to give away what we have. We can't give away something we don't have. So I, um, you know, it's to me, it's been a, a, a win-win. Um, that that path to holiness, that encounter with the Holy Spirit, that like the intoxication of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's 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 all a part of that faith walk, and you keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, you know. This, the scripture opens up everything that we see in the church today because the church is saturated in liturgy. It's everywhere. It's our mass. It's our sacraments. It's the liturgy or divine liturgy of the hours, or some call it divine office. Um, it's in our prayers. It's in the the rosary. Um, if you want to have the say the perfect prayer, prayer go into scripture and remember when the disciples asked Jesus, "Teach us to pray." What did he teach him? The Our Father. Mm-hmm. You could study the Our Father for a lengthy time to pull out everything that's that's in there. It's 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 not just the words. You've got to go to the meeting. What is what is the Our Father telling us? These are all things that really create that perfection in us to to have that that relationship with God. That that. We're drawing towards him. We're allowing him to meld us and mold us and, and change us. And I don't think anyone can say to me that I, I haven't changed since I've been in Scripture. Mm-hmm. It's like someone turned on the lights. You know, my faith was there. I, my love for the Catholic Church was there. But it wasn't, I couldn't connect all the dots. I right. didn't see how it was all related. And people in the world need that today because... We're living in such challenging times, and the reality of what's going on really can set us into a actually almost depression when we see all this going on in the world. We know what's lacking. We know what they're missing. And, you know, it's important for us to, to be in Scripture so that we can recognize the lies, the confusion, the deception, the false prophets, false teaching, wokeness, however you want to call Mm. what's going on in the world today, it will equip us. And that's so important because um, even in Scripture, things haven't changed much in the world. 
Um, in Judges it says, in those days there will be no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. And that's what we're seeing today. There is confusion and everybody's deciding what their truth is. Um, and we also have in, in scripture from Galatians that we are not to be deceived, that God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Mm -hmm. Those are words to live by. That's why we don't want anyone to fail. That's why we want to go out and evangelize and catechize. This is what the scripture drives us to. Um, you know, our, our identity comes straight from scripture. We're sons and daughters of God made in God's image. I don't know that a lot of people that wake up and go out on the street remember that or even know that or appreciate that. And those, these are the simple things that we have to share with people. We have to lead them to where God is and, and you know, through a lot of um, persuasion sometimes, allow them to, to be open to accept it. Um, you know, it's, it's um, God brought all of us into existence for a purpose, mm -hmm. for a reason. There's a meaning to everybody's life. And that's the hope for all of us. And, you know, I think through, through this pathway, through devotion to Scripture, we're able to, through, through God, discover what they may be, you know. We've, we've talked about, you know, the, that bumper sticker where you're driving the car and, you know, God's my co-pilot. Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 wrong. He's the pilot. You know, we're sitting, we're sitting back behind him. We're a passenger. We want him to lead us. And it's giving up that, that power, that control, because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what God's going to do. Well, that's where that trust and surrender comes in. And, you know, through Scripture, when you read about the times when people did surrender, when they were open, the wonderful things that happened, and then when you read some of the stories, for instance, Moses and, you know, the exile, and they were, it took 40 years. Well, guess why? Because they hardened their hearts. You know, they, they, they were just like us. They didn't listen at times. That's right. And it's a, it's a teaching for us all, and it applies to all of us today. You know, um, I, I laugh because the culture today defines, well, everybody's going to have an identity, and we're going to choose our own identity. Mm -hmm. And it's really bizarre. And we've mm -hmm. talked about this, how words don't mean what they're supposed to mean. So I've decided that we just need to fill in that space and um, put saint. Mm -hmm. As our identity. As our identity. If they want to know what we are, we're saints. Now, we know we're saints in the making, but we're saints nonetheless. Mm -hmm. That's what Scripture tells us, because mm -hmm. we're to be with God. Mm -hmm. Who's with God? Saints. Let's, let's claim our inheritance. Let's work towards that. Mm -hmm. And that'll drive, you know, the rest of the world crazy, but I think that's the proper vocation that we need to constantly um, be steered towards and believe that we can reach it. You know, the big lie is that... You know, the evil one may say, no, you're not good enough. You know, he doesn't really love you. This really is a lie. That's, that's untrue. Mm -hmm. We are saints. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we may not be perfect saints yet, but that, that really is our identity. That's what God called us to do. St. Mary Lou, we need to uh, continue this discussion in our next show. You've been fantastic. Let's continue uh, thank you for joining us today, but please continue on the next show. 
join us as Mary Lou will continue to tell us about her relationship with Scripture and devotion to Scripture and all that stuff. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.